The further back into the history of the underworld we go, the less detail we have. And because of that, there's not much that I can tell you about the Alltaker's child, Singvath. But I can tell you this. I'm not giving up on discovering all the secrets of his story. This is the School of the Dead. I am your host and teacher for the day, Andrew Seco. I'm going to give you all the links and supplementary materials that you may possibly need, but our primary textbook will continue to be the Chronicle of the Underworld. Today, we're going to meet Singvath, the Pillar of Bone. Singvath was created alongside his twin, Zyle. She was pulled from the Alltaker's logic and reason, and he was pulled from the Alltaker's wisdom. Together, Zyle and Singvath accomplished a great many things. The twins left their mark with two everlasting creations, Osteomancy and the Philosophy of Bone. Osteomancy is reality-altering alchemy, the precise alteration and calculation of Etheria that allows for certain physical manipulation of the world around you. There are builders and architects called Osteomantlers, known for building great monuments and massive buildings, the Vadlam Gates, Voxengard, and more. That's perhaps the more rigid side of Osteomancy. But there is more. This precise calculation and manipulation taken to smaller and larger scales. If you can comprehend and calculate things beyond the physical, beyond mortal comprehension, if you can become a true master of osteomancy, then you can predict possible futures. Osteomancy's power is great and mysterious, and there's a lot that you can do with it. And though Xyle might lean towards the rigidity of bone, the decision of a path, instead of the passive prediction of what the future might hold, Tsingvath walked a finer line between chaos and structure. He welcomed fate. So those who wished to learn osteomancy and the philosophy behind it joined their ranks, and eventually a council was formed. The Council of Osteomancy. They served the twins and studied osteomancy and the philosophy of bone alongside them. But there was tension within the group, a disagreement of philosophy between brother and sister. While Zyle is very practical, strict, and rigid, Singvath is a bit more flexible. I know, that kind of seems counterintuitive. When one thinks of the Bone Faction today, they think of Zyle. They think of perfect logic and reason. A bone is strong and resistant to change. A bone does not bend. And yet, that's not entirely true. Remember, Singvath formed the philosophy of bone alongside Zyle and he might have understood even better than her that bones are flexible. Their durability and longevity actually comes from this slight flexibility. Bone keeps its form and holds firm, not in spite of its flexibility, but through it. Singvath was a philosopher and creator whose osteomancy was certainly powerful, perhaps even more powerful than Zyle's. He was known for his strange and dangerous experiments, literally encasing himself in a pillar of bone in order to house his form while his consciousness spread out to the outer reaches of his work. He aided in the construction of Voxengard itself, 
encasing himself in bone and letting his mind spread throughout the massive building. He was passionate about creation. He was passionate about osteomancy. He wanted to push the boundaries and really test the flexibility of bone, philosophically and physically. Voxengard is just one example of his incredible creations and experiments. And when I say that he put himself into his work, I mean literally. Sometimes there were parts of him that wouldn't come back. There were parts of him that would stay, imprinted in his creations. Rumors and the Arcanist of the Chronicle say that he tapped into the wellspring of power of osteomancy and was consumed in its strange flame. Tsingvath has been gone for a very long time, since the early days of the underworld, but some have a theory about how he really disappeared. And if you read the Chronicle carefully, there is more to his story. The whole Chronicle is marked up by Malavestros. There's a lot to say about Malavestros, trust me. But for now, know this. Malavestros offers a less refined perspective of the underworld. He's always got his ear to the ground. He often offers insights that the Arcanist shies away from. So read on and read what Malavestros said of Singvath. The Arcanist says, Zyle's ultimate ideal may be for rigid order in the land of the dead, but there are some quiet sects within Bone working toward more moderate aims. These still swear allegiance to the Chancellor's missing brother, Tsingvath, never giving up hope of his return. It is only occasionally, in their most unguarded moments, that they will whisper of his rumored fate at the hands of one close to him. Malavestros responds, Whispers? I'll do some whispering. You don't have to engage in too much innard lorn to figure out that she was with Tsingvath during his last rattle. I don't want to stir up trouble, but I've known Zyle a long time, and well, enough said. Many believe that Zyle killed her twin brother Tsingvath, but they have no proof. Does it make sense? Maybe. Maybe his vision of the philosophy of Bone was not to her liking. Maybe he revealed something to her that she couldn't accept. Maybe that's just what someone wants you to think there may be greater powers at play here. And frankly, there's good reason to believe that one of his experiments consumed him, or perhaps that a pillar in Voxengard houses his body while his mind drifts throughout his creations. A body in the underworld is just a coffin for your mind. A mind could be anywhere. It's a cold case in the underworld. No one knows what really happened to Tsingvath, but the whispers continue as they continue to study the philosophy of Bone, a philosophy that he had a hand in making, a philosophy that we need to rise, conquer, and rule. And that is Singvath, the Pillar of Bone, Zyle's twin, one of the founders of the Council of Osteomancy. As always, if you have any questions at all, let us know on any of our social media and we'll do our very best to respond. Thank you guys so much for watching this episode of School of the Dead. Make sure you tune in next week to learn more about the Alltaker's children, specifically Krillian the Everwalker. Now go mortals, rise, conquer, and rule!